news. If you're useless and you know it, clap your hands. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I'm Oliver Bartholomew, and I'm 16 and a half years old, and I'm the speechwriter for Kamala Harris. Ever since I was little, I liked words, so I made writing words my job. Every politics person has a writer, like me, to make good words for them to say. Space is exciting. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. got that idea when I was thinking about space and how big it is. Man, it's big. Sometimes I have to write about bad stuff, like war. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So, basically, that's wrong. I thought it would be neat if Kuma wore a blue suit and told people she was wearing it. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? I'm Oliver Bartholomew, and I'm 16 and a half years old, and I'm the speechwriter for Kama Harris. Okay, I just had to play that again because um, it's just too good. I love Babylon B. Of course she has a six-year-old speechwriter. <sighs> I don't know. The thought of her doing it by herself, though, even is funnier because it, I can see that happening. Anyway, um, welcome back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com for all the SoundClouds, all of the um, podcasts. You can go grab those and play those. When you're driving, when you're traveling over the holiday season, there's also a slew of shows called special archive shows from the past that you should probably check out. I've had some people email me and they were like, wow, I learned a lot. There were some things I didn't know and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so happy to help with that. I, let's take my deep dives and put them to good use and uh, make sure that we're getting that information out. How are you, Uncle Melty? I'm great. <laughs> are you? I, uh, we were just talking about the Jimmy Carter, uh, Rosalind thing. And we were talking about how it, it just seems like we, we love, he was not a great president. He was definitely installed. And the thing is, is we like to put people on pedestals and now it's all about their love story. Mm -hmm. Okay. She passed on. He's at the funeral, kind, barely. And he's 99, 99. Yeah. 99. And um, not in good shape. He'll probably, I would imagine this year, I don't know that he'll live out the no, year. His photographs uh, look like he might already right. be there. It's great that they have a love story. That's great. But I don't think somebody should get the Nobel prize for it. I mean, Husbands love your wives. Wives love your husbands. It's wonderful. I'm so glad they had a good marriage. But we act in 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 the media as if they should be exalted for this. And I, it's it's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade here. But don't we go overboard a lot to, when somebody dies to put them on this far-reaching, ever-high pedestal? Well, it's weird. You know, I hope my wife isn't listening because. <laughs> I don't want Why? her to stop putting me on the pedestal. <laughs> it's great that you have a great marriage. I'm happy for you. I have a great marriage. I'm happy for me. But right. should but you win you, an award for that? No, should it be all so. anyone can talk? I mean, it's endearing, yes. But do we put way too much emphasis on this? I remember when Bush died. You know I don't have fond feelings of Bush. I'm a conservative. I'm a registered Republican. I know what the Bush family's about. And so I could tell you volumes on Bush. But I don't put him on a pedestal. Because he died. Oh, my gosh. I think reward is important. Yeah. 
But I always, when I think about reward, Uh I think about the saying in Scripture, your reward will be great in heaven. Right, right. That's the reward I want. Yeah, I, I guess we are just so prone to that. It's not that big of a deal. I'm not mentioning because it's the biggest thing. We just talked about people doing things for for communism for the greater good. And that's far bigger subject than this. But I think when we overplay it so much, when we overdo it, uh, we, we, we try to make people into heroes. It's a worship. (laughs) I worship God. I don't worship people like that. I, I don't know why we tend to do this in society like this. Maybe we're trained to by media. Well, I mean, some things are important. Like I kind of worship my my fumigator. <laughs> Do <laughs> you? you? Know, when the bugs you attack, feelings? you know, when the bugs attack, you need to be rescued <laughs> immediately. Got really good feelings for him. <laughs> Want him to get a Nobel? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice. Um, but I just question why. You know, it was interesting when, when Bush died and I we did a show on him and I got a caller that was so irate. How dare you talk about the real things that happened with Bush. How dare you? <laughs> he died. So therefore, we must put him on a pedestal forevermore and talk in hushed tones so that we never say anything truthful about him. He was the king of the New World Order. He was their puppet galore. The deep state loved him. The Rockefeller family loved him. There are so many holes in his biography, but no one's allowed to talk about it. They've been playing that game for decades. If you say anything mm-hmm. bad about mm-hmm. these bad people, yep. you're bad. Yep. There and was, yeah. You were convinced I, of it. I know. There was a, this great piece, and um, it was talking about, it was Laura Abolai, and it was talking about facing truth. Mm-hmm. And it said, people around you will accuse you of focusing on the negative or being negative because you are trying to make them aware of the ugly truths of this world. And I always, I always used to respond that I thought I was extremely positive because despite being aware of the darkness, I was still shining more than ever. Such a truthful, I felt that way too. You are not a positive person by ignoring the negatives, but by remaining positive despite being aware of the negatives. And, and then it goes on to say, in fact, when you become aware of the depth of the darkness that surrounds you, you might also become aware of the strength of the light within us. Yeah, but she also yeah. says, unfortunately, we live in a world of lazy cowards. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're that's true. cowards. No, that's true. They're more concerned mm-hmm. with somebody telling them they're not nice yeah. than they're concerned about finding the truth. Yes. And when you dive into the depth of darkness to understand the truth, because you're in a quest for the truth, it's the reward for having had the courage to face the truth. Do you have the courage to face the truth? I've done all kinds of shows. I've done shows on JFK. I've done all kinds of things in our minds, in the media. We like to concentrate and focus on the narrative that the media gives us. When you think of JFK, you think of Camelot. You think of the, of his son, you know, saluting the casket. You think of these things, but you don't, we don't see everything else. So when I do these deep dives, when we do these shows and I feel like, you know, people will get mad people will get sad too sad too mad can't hear have to hear the media narrative to feel like their world isn't falling apart is that what it is 
because I feel that from people sometimes. Oh, yeah. don't talk about JFK. Don't talk about any truth because I, in my mind, I can only deal with the Camelot version. It's the truth. Yeah. They can't handle. I feel like it is. It, you know that great line mm-hmm. from the movie, yeah, you yeah. Can't, can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. Yep. That's true of most of I us know. today. She goes on to say, I admit that it's not an easy journey, but it's absolutely a necessary one. The good thing is that there are many rewards along the way. First, you make better choices based on knowledge. And as you do, you will give a sense of strength and pride that you might not have experienced before. And I, I believe that. Going through 2020, from day one, we were calling out the truth. And it was very difficult to do this because we were going up against all media, okay? But we still did it because we felt like the, we couldn't understand why, why many people couldn't see what we were, because we thought it was so obvious. Yep. And that isn't to gloat. We just, I just thought it was more than obvious when all the media agrees, go the other way, okay? But- when people started coming around, they had a hard time. Was that pride, do you think? Was pride, maybe? And no, I, I can fear. be filled with pride sometimes, too. Um, it's fear. It's fear. And See, we have never been afraid. Yeah. We're not afraid. Right. I don't, I don't care what people say. Right. If I'm fairly secure that I'm correct. You <laughs> I'm know? fairly secure that I'm <laughs> correct. That's a great way to put it. Um, second, it helps you choose better people around you and you'll start experiencing more sincere and genuine friendships and relationships. You know, seeing through people like Elon, okay, Elon sells himself as a conservative. He's not, he's anything, but he's part of the club. And we've pointed this out many times, but I would love to know from you, have you been able to make any headway with relatives and friends? Have you been able to kind of get them to see the light a little bit and maybe see the Truman show that's taking place here? My, 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 I ask this because I'm genuinely curious to see if, if people are more accepting of the truth now, say, than they've ever been. I can't Relati- imagine a better place. Relatives are the toughest. Yeah. Because. You're right. They're, they're afraid of being criticized so much that they think when they criticize you, they're going to change you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah. it doesn't work that way, guys. Right, right. And there's probably, maybe you felt this at Thanksgiving, you'll probably feel it at Christmas, some animosity in the room because of pride, maybe, in accepting or not accepting truth. But as you as you dive in, are you feeling like, Yes, I just want the truth. I don't care what that is. I don't care if it offends me to my soul. I want to know the truth. Do you still feel like that? You have to be able to read the room. Like mm-hmm. when I walk in the room on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or Christmas or whatever the yeah. holiday yeah. is, I read the room when I hear, don't say a word, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right away, I yeah. know. <laughs> You know the jig is up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what to say, what not to say. And does it surprise you, I guess, um, if if people genuinely resist the truth at all costs? Does that still surprise you? It still surprises me. No. It doesn't surprise you? Not a bit. doesn't surprise you. Wow. I wish I could say that. It, it still surprises me because I think, but don't you want to know the truth? I mean. They don't. I can't imagine that it's okay to sit and live in lies. And there are so many of them that I worry, I genuinely worry 
um, about about people and about trying to figure these things out. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, absolutely not. You can't convince anybody. No. Have you you had any headway with anybody? Have you made any headway? No, I've. I have nobody even talks to me anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you for the call. I'm so sorry to hear that because that's a travesty. That really is to me. I'm sad to hear that. I would think more people would want to know. The first clue Uh that you're talking to a wall is when you see them lie to themselves. Mm -hmm. If they can lie to themselves, you're not going to get through to them. True. True. And people like us are going to seem more and more insane. We are. As the media lies and lies more. Be right back. Keep Daly Show. Hi, everybody. This is important. There is a very, very little known IRS loophole. And you have the ability right now to safeguard your IRA or 401k and have it be backed by, with gold. And this is an amazing little loophole that Birch Gold will tell you about. And you need to get this information. You text 989898, that number, and text the name Kate in the message part, okay? So the phone number is 989898. Just think of that as the phone number. Text that number, and then, of course, text the name Kate. It's not true diversification if your savings depend on the stability of the dollar. So gold and silver were money long before. And of course, you need to make sure that you have plenty of gold and silver. And silver is amazing, too. So make sure you've got that. Also, it's a safeguard against inflation um, and also protecting against economic downturns, too. When crisis strikes, desperate investors they seek shelter from the storm. And so this is where you can own your own uh, safe haven assets and get some sleep and sleep a little better and soundly than anyone else. So please learn how gold and silver can do that for you and then also work for you, not just to have in your home, but work for you. That's huge, you guys. This is why I like Birch Gold. This is why Ron Paul likes Birch Gold. This is why he has been talking about them for a long time is because these guys know those loopholes. They understand understand what you guys can do uh, to safeguard your money, safeguard your assets. This is a big deal because with digital currency coming in, you're going to want to do this right now. All you have to do is text Birch Gold, text him 989898 and text the name Kate. This is the Kate Daly Show. Do you see what I see? see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. I love this, Bing Crosby. Uh, Do you see what I see? Very interesting statement, that is. (laughs) Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Do you see what I see? Yep. Um, You know, I've devoted my life to this kind of study and the study of government, which is really the study. It's really the study of Satan and how he operates, to tell you the truth. Um, that's really what it is. And I didn't realize that going in, that that's what it would be. But um, it really is the, the study of power, tyranny, control, everything to take away, in, in, in essence, what God wants for you is, is how government operates now. And, um, and so because I, we, we've just, this is, this is what our lives are, right? I mean, this is pretty much what you do all the time, right, Uncle Milty? Yep. It's study this realize these things 
And do you want to hear what we've found? Or is it more comfortable to listen to all the other conservative talk show hosts kind of beat the same drum? Because that's what I feel like it is now. It's beat the same drum. I feel like we have a duty and a job to to say, okay, well, I just went down into the mine, okay? And I'm going to tell you what I saw. <laughs> that's how I feel every day. Do you feel that way? Yeah, pretty much. I it's tough. It is not easy because we get the blowback, even though all we're doing is saying this is what we've found and this is what they're doing. We get the blowback for saying it. I've really gotten to the point now where I just feel sorry for them. Yeah, I I feel I truly feel sorry for them Mm -hmm. that they allow themselves to be so manipulated. Right. Out of fear Mm -hmm. that there's no need to have. Yeah, there's. I know. Fear not. I am with you always. It's interesting. Here we're we're coming on the the birth of Christ, okay? Yeah. And we all realize that was at a different time, but we celebrate it December 25th, okay? As a nation. We could do a whole show just on that statement, but okay, here we are. And even they knew what government was all about back then. Oh, yeah. And they knew to escape. She knew. Mary knew. I was just looking at that song, Did You Know? Mary, did you know? Yeah, she knew. She knew. She knew to escape so that Christ wouldn't be killed because of the orders of the government. She knew. And that was a rebel. She yep. was a rebel to do that. Many people stayed behind. Many people will always listen to the government. They'll always listen to the tyranny. And they'll obey. But it takes special people, I think. It's going to take a lot of special people to rebuke that and say, no, I am not going to give in. Just like we were talking about in the last hour, that the World Economic Forum, they're afraid that people aren't going to be lockstep. They're just afraid. The government has always operated this way. Go back to the Bible. It's always operated like that. You know, that's why they're so afraid of people Mm -hmm. who are willing to stand up to them, though. Because if you can do that, all the people around Mm -hmm. you see you stand up to the tyranny, they start to feel like they can stand up to the tyranny, too. Right. And they don't want people feeling that way. Did they call Mary a conspiracy theorist because she got Christ out of there? I don't don't recall hearing that. Yeah, I don't think so. But we do now out of fear. There's so many people afraid that you think differently than them, that they're willing to call you names in order to diminish you, in order to say that, you know, it's like that guy said, they'll go after your character because they don't know what else to do. They have to live in in the Paris Hilton world that she's created, that kind of world, if you listen to the last hour. Every time I'm in a debate with one Mm -hmm. of these people, Mm The first thing they turn to is ad hominem. Yeah. They have no other argument. Yeah, that's so true. But it's interesting that we go back in time and you read scripture and you go, well, I'm okay with what she did. I'm okay with the fact she was a rebel. She saved Christ's life. I'm okay to look back and see what the government was then. But now it's altruistic. <laughs> and it care- I'm sorry, I have to laugh because it's so stupid. But now it cares for us. Now, in this day and time, it's not more evil than it was even then. Now it's altruistic. Yep. I can, I totally believe them. They want what's best for me and my family. And the CDC, the government arm, 
even though the government's not supposed to be in your health, they they want me to be happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. Did you know in the military, the rates, 151% up in myocarditis, all the people they made get the shots. Did you know that heart failure is up almost 1,000%? Sure, they want what's best for you. Sure, they haven't gotten worse since the time of Christ. No, no. no. They're good. Good to go. <laughs> Well, I mean, there are some good features. They don't feed us to the lions anymore. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> they just do it in a different way. It's yeah. called pharmacide. Thanks, you guys.